So we've seen how we have some verbs in Swahili kind of doing their own thing, mostly those with just one syllable after the ku. We've seen how these verbs have times when they keep their ku. So kuja, to come, kula, to eat, what is to be? Kua. Kua. And do you remember to drink? It's maybe a koik from the sound of swallowing. Kunyua. Kunyua, good. So we saw that if we give the command, for example, and we say eat, we keep the ku, we say just kula, or for the plural? Kuleni. Kuleni. Also with kunwa, you can just say kunwa for drink. How would you say that to more than one person? Kunweni. Kunweni, that's it. What was to come? Kuja. Kuja. So less je. Kuja. Kuja. It's much better to pronounce like a j sound if you mm -hmm. can't get it that little bit closer to the y than a j, no? So if the kudya sound is difficult, pronounce it more like a j for now. And the more you hear Swahili speakers, you will pay attention to it and be able to adjust it more. But that's better than the j. Kudya. Kudya. And we saw that the order from kudya was irregular. We've seen this briefly a while ago. We had unjo. N-J-O-O. Njo. Njo. To make this plural, so if the verb doesn't end in an A, rather than adding any, we will just add ni. So how would you say come to more than one person? Njoni. 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 So these verbs with just one syllable, just one syllable after the ku, we have to watch out for them. Also, a couple of verbs with two syllables that we saw can optionally keep their ku. So for example, to go was... Kuenda. 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 So when we build, I go, I'm going, we can keep the ku or we can lose it. We have the option. Nina enda or nina kuenda. Good. Nina kuenda, nina enda. And also without ni, na kuenda, na enda. We've mentioned how we can drop that ni in the present tense as a shortcut. Na kuenda, na enda. How would you say you guys are going Umna enda. Umna enda, umna Good. So quenda is an odd verb, no? It's got two syllables. And it can behave like one of those small verbs with just one syllable after the ku. No? Here we have two, enda. But it can behave like kuja, like kula, if it feels like it. Nina quenda, nina enda. Umna quenda, umna enda. But all of these odd verbs, no? These short odd verbs. Be it those that have to keep their ku in some situations or those that just might. All of these strange short verbs have times where they definitely do lose their ku. Like, for example, when we refer to something else inside of the verb. No, if we say, for example, you guys are eating it, and we have that it inside of the verb, there we don't keep the ku from kula. So how would you say that? You guys are eating it. And with this it, let's refer to a key noun. You guys are eating it. Umna kila. Umna kila. Very good. Aren't you guys eating it? Ham kili. Very good. Ham kili. Very good. Aren't you eating them? So a plural of a key noun. Ham vili. Ham vili. So we've seen how when we have a sound like it or them inside the verb, we don't keep the ku. And also when we have the past negative, Ku. 
the ku that we use for the past negative, we also lose the ku of the two form of these short verbs. So if you were to say, for example, didn't you eat? Hukula. Hukula, good. Hukula. And to more than one person, didn't you eat? Hamkula. Hamkula. So this ku in hukula, hamkula, is the ku of the past negative, not of kula. We dropped that ku. Didn't you guys come? Hamkuja. Hamkuja. And in the present negative too, we've seen we also lose our ku. So how would you say, aren't you guys coming? Umji. Ham, hamji. Hamji. Aren't you guys coming? Hamji. Good. So we have hamji. Aren't you guys coming? Give me again. Didn't you guys come? Ham, hamkuja. Hamkuja. Very good. So losing the ku in the present negative means we get hamji and not hamkuji, which makes it look less like hamkuja. No, the past negative. So we can say that we're dropping the ku of these these odd short verbs in the present negative to make these two forms look more different. So we need to listen out to be reminded of when we should and shouldn't keep the ku of these odd verbs. Although sometimes it's optional and depends on the speaker or even the dialect. So don't get crazy if you feel like you're hitting both with and without ku in some situations. For example, with the negative of me, the half past, so the negative of that, ja, the ku can be lost or kept. It's up to you. So if you say, for example, I haven't come. Si, si ja ja. Si ja ja. Or? Si ja kuja. Si ja kuja. We could have either. No? He hasn't eaten. Ha, ha ja kula. Ha ja kula or? Ha ja la. Ha ja la. How would you say we have been or we have become? Tu me kua. And we haven't been, we haven't become. Hatu ja a. So the verb isn't kua, is it? Kua. Kua. So let's try that again. We haven't been, we haven't become. Hatu ja kua. Hatu ja kua or? Hatu jawa. Hatu jawa. Huh? So we could have hatu jakua or hatu jawa. So this is interesting if we think about it. We saw that in the past negative, we dropped the ku to not have two kus or even three if we were to have the ku for you in there too. In the present negative, we dropped the ku so it doesn't look so similar to the past negative. So we have sidi and sikuja instead of sikuji and sikuja, which could be easily confused in rapid speech. But there's no real reason, really, to lose the ku with ja, other than kind of uniformalizing this habit, no, of losing the, the ku in the negative. So it's optional. We could have sijakuja or just sijaja, hatujakula or just hatujalla.